You know, I was trying to look for a very fancy title for this morning. You know, we, we preachers, you know, sometimes you want to have a, a very fancy title to, for your message, you know. And I tried for many weeks. I couldn't come up with anything fancy. I want something that rhymes or, or something that rolls or something that is flowery or whatever. I, I couldn't come up with anything. And I came up with a very interesting title, very ordinary, really. However, I don't think the contents thereof will be ordinary. I've been thinking uh, since the beginning of this year. This started last year, really. But since the beginning of this year, I've been in deep thought, in deep meditation and study and prayer about the concept of building. I'm just fascinated by it. Uh, because as I'm thinking on it, I'm reflecting a lot and as you know, for me, it's, it's about the journey. Of course, not only in ministry, but in life as a whole. Uh, but I have gone around the country last year, and I've been involved in many activities on many platforms. Church, social platform, we've done outreaches with people who've been in the community, we've had to resolve problems last year between communities, all kinds of platforms. And one thing that is a constant in all these encounters is when I look at life many, many years later and think about having been in the same community or with the same people or with the same institutions years ago and note the difference that has happened in these institutions and in people's lives over time. And you find that there are institutions that have not progressed at all. Where you saw them 20 years ago, that's where they are now. In fact, they're deteriorating. And things are really bad. The same in people's lives. The same in churches. Then I thought, but what causes one group to not make it and the other group to make it? I mean, is it that there are certain people who have an lacking how many of you are sitting next to somebody who is lacking right now? I mean, I'm just sitting next to you. Bona, maybe they just woke up on the right side of life. But then as I checked and read further, I realized, no, it's really not about that. I mean, I've talked about our group. You know, for me, it's been a pleasure to watch them grow. You know, because when they start leading and singing, there are some things that they do in a certain way, but they grow and they develop. For me, it's a joy. I, and I, I've been watching this week, uh, and last week, you know, we've been, we are going around with our, our outreaches, which many of you, I would really challenge you to come and attend. And we've had some of our pastors there participate in the program. And, and I watch them stand and lead or receive the offering or make announcements. And I know them years ago. I know how, how they lacked confidence when they stood here, and I know when they spoke, there wasn't much substance of scripture in what they said. But I watch them now as they preach. You can see Kim Rutio. Oh, Kim Rutio. Oh, oh, yeah, now. Last week, I was at Pulukwane, and on Saturday, I, I went to dedicate uh, Marco Rombi, who is, whose husband passed many years ago. And this lady has led the church, Charis Missionary Church over many years and has done a great job. And now she has been consecrated into the office of a bishop. 
And I remember when we went to the funeral, my wife and I, in 2008, I don't know if you remember, 2008, and he has a, he has a, a you know, Mamuruti had lost her husband and left with all this big job, you know. I mean, I've seen many stories like that where when the man dies, the ministry dis- disintegrates and everything falls apart. But here's this woman from 2008, you know, has kept the ministry going. And that almost eight years later, she's been consecrated as a bishop and has planted more churches. And the question is, what's the difference between her and the other one where things disintegrated? And I found this one concept I want to talk about today of building. So I've entitled it, Our God, a Builder. That, 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 That is God's way of doing things. And because you and I are made in God's image, if you're going to have anything in life of substance, you need to learn the principles of being a builder. Maybe that's what I should call it, the principles of being a builder. Put whatever title, send it to me. Maybe I'll put a fancier title on this message next time I preach it. Maybe you put a fancy title and send it to me, okay? But I'm realizing that God is a builder. That's the way God works. And in life, what makes a difference in your moving forward is you learning the principles of being a builder and understanding this concept of building. That's how God does anything that is great. God doesn't just spring up things and and fast forward things. You know, God doesn't just, you know, just descend and everything changes overnight. No, no. God is a builder. That's the way he works. He builds lives. He builds people. He builds nations. And same as you and I. Careers are built. Marriages are built. Churches are built. Everything about life is building. Relationships are built. And so if you can understand the principles of building then I believe we can move on in life. How many of you want to move on in life? Eh? How many of you? You know, I don't know about you, but I want my life to get better. Yes. Uh, your amen is a frozen amen. Yes. I said, I want my life to be better. Yes. I want to move on in life. I want to progress in life. So Psalms 127, verse 1, I'm reading the first part of it. It says what? Let's read together. Eating, except. Yeah. Just that portion. Read it again. Yes. Okay, read it loud enough for the devil to be afraid of you. Read it again. Yeah. Except the Lord build a house. So God is a builder. And he wants to build. And if God is not involved in the building of something, those who are building labor in vain. All right. I want to use that as my main text. Now, let's define the word build. All right. I looked at different dictionaries. Generally speaking, the word build, it's all accepted right across that the word build means to construct something by putting parts of material together. All right. So to build means to construct something by putting parts of material together. The synonyms of build is construct, 
erect, put up, set up, raise. Let's give that to you again. The synonyms are construct, erect, put up, set up, raise. God is the one who puts part of the material together. That's the way God is. That's the way he works. And that's the way life works, really. Anything that's the way it works is the putting of things together. There are many things that contribute to you succeeding. It's not just one thing. It's not just one thing. There are many things that become part of your journey. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines the word build as to form by ordering and uniting material. To form by ordering and uniting material. And I like this part. By gradual means. So, and I'm going to say that again. Building is a gradual process. So, if if you can't build. If you have a hurried spirit about you and you want to see instant everything, you'll never build anything, I'm telling you. If you build, it will be bad stuff. It will be compromised building. Or you have to lie and cheat and steal from other people. You want to build a good home? Take somebody's husband. I don't know why I'm standing this side. That <laughs> you want to build? Take somebody's husband. And I don't know why I'm standing this side either. You want to build a church? Steal people's members. You want to build a business? Take somebody's business idea. Steal it. So if you have a hundred spirit about you, you can't build. Because building is gradual. Are you there? Let's go back to that. To, to form by ordering and uniting material by gradual means, note, into a composite whole. That's, that's, I'm continuing on that definition. Next time, invite you over the motivational speaker. It's okay. All right. To form by ordering and uniting material by gradual means into a composite whole or to construct. Another translation, another definition is to develop, watch this now, according to a systemic plan or systematic plan. To, 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 to develop according to a systematic plan. So you, you, you can't build if you are not prepared to be systematic. And expect to build. Building requires you to be systematic, orderly. So that's the way things are. But you know, we have a lot of haphazard people. Your amen convinces me that maybe you qualify. But there's many people who are very haphazard with what they do in their life. Even a spiritual life, Bazalan. You can't have a strong spiritual life if you're a haphazard Christian. You don't pray regularly. You don't read the Bible regularly. You don't go to church regularly. You don't live right regularly. You know, we're now haphazard. You know, for six months, next thing for the next three months, they live like the devil himself. 
and then Mahuta after three months, and then and then you know, and Havata they overwhelm you. Mother figure and abandon sin the lion cons when La Bina Warasa Harapella Rapel Lakodimu walks around, rolls on the floor. Next thing we are Yamalala Lomuntu for another three months. I know them, I've been a pastor for a long time. They are very, very haphazard people. You know, you can't build financial strength if you're a haphazard spender. You can't. I'm telling you, you can't. You have to be systematic. There's a, there's a time when you have to know what not to do. And you have to know how to say no. I won't buy that pair of shoes. Even if I can afford it. But see, that's why some of you, you can't build anything. You see, you are very haphazard. How to hafela, you think of something. Very temperamental. Very emotional. Very feelings oriented. If you don't feel like waking up, you don't wake up. If you don't feel like working, you don't work. If you don't feel like praying, you don't pray. I tell you what, if I went with the way I feel, I would never preach here. I'm telling you. There's many times I've stood up. This morning when I woke up, I was fine, but I wasn't fine. Just physically, I'm not sick, but you know, I'm not, I'm a bit tired. We've been working hardly, wifey. I'm tired. See, if I, if, if I went with the way I feel, I wouldn't have come to church this morning. I'm telling you. Now, some of you, that's the way you are. When you wake up and the clouds are the way they are this morning, you don't go to church. Yeah, I can see that lady, she's shaking her head. You know what I'm talking about, right where you are sitting, right there. Are you one of those weather Christians, too? Yeah, see, some people, when it rains, they don't go. But when it comes to our job, we go. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll, you'll find people. You'll see now, we're going to the stadium. Some of you, if, if it can be cloudy, you won't come. That's how haphazard you are. Now, when you don't move in the power of God, and you're not experiencing all that God has, over how he markets. I can see because English reading, you want to surprise yourself. <laughs> Forgive. So to build means to develop according to a systematic plan by a definite process. Oh, I love this one. That's the second definition. To, to develop according to a systematic plan. This is from Miriam Webster. To develop according to a systematic plan by a definite process. So building involves process. I'm going to talk about it in a while. Process. You must be process-minded than events-driven. Yeah. See, 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 even in church, you see, I watch us churches. You know, sometimes even when you watch the way we do service, there's no purpose to what we're doing in the service. Certain things we put in the program, they have no direction. They don't contribute to the goal. You see, when this service this morning, why are we having it? Why? Why do we sing certain songs? Why do we sing for a certain length of time? Why do we preach on a certain topic? Why do you, there, there's going to be a reason. There's going to be a process to it. You can't just enjoy see a song to it. So hollow more. Yeah, the Moya does holler us, but the, the holding of the Moya is also not haphazard. Yes, so some of you are not process. You're not process-minded. You are events-driven. You, 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 you do stuff. Mara, you don't want the process of getting there. So people who are not process-minded but events-driven, they want to get results even by crooked means. As long as you win, how not up? Yeah. 
So as long as you have money, you don't care who you kill, you don't care if you lie, you don't care. As long as not chale, they were not as long as your church grows, I'm not have a As long as Bata fell, or the position of Bata Ruti, I'm not have. I told you that it doesn't have a fancy title, Mara. It's a, it's a, I'm thinking about this. I'm telling you. Ask it all over. I'm asking people questions. How did you get here? And I found it doesn't matter in which area of life, whether it's business people, it's in politics. It's, it's, it's people in a home, you know, being a good parent, whatever. People build. Hey! I tell you, it's a long journey. And most of the times, we want what other people have, but we don't want their journey. Yeah. We want what they have. Mara, we don't want their journey. How about talk about their journey? No, we just want what they have. You see? That's why even when we get what they have, we can't sustain it. Because we don't know the principles to get what they got. Somebody say shaba yaba yaba. Ah, yeah, you don't know what that means, but it's okay. Yeah, the spirit knows. The Cambridge dictionary defines the word build as to make something by putting bricks or other material together. That's the first definition here, Cambridge. Reward Cambridge, yeah, no. Keobalarohola, anyhow. My age group will understand. The second definition from Cambridge of build is to create and develop something over a long period of time. I tell you, I tell you, building takes a long time. Long time. You know, I, anyhow, let me not go there. All right. So, God is a builder. Let me read you a few scriptures quickly. In Matthew 16, 18, Jesus talks to Peter. And among the many things he says, the second part he says, I will build my church. Yeah. Let me read it to you. He say, I say also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. Even the church, we as the church of Jesus Christ, not the building, as the people, as the church, we are built. We are being built. And when you look at the state of the church, we, we may look like we are not where we should be. But God is not discouraged. We are under construction. Even the church, God builds us. God builds a church. He says, I will build my church. Jesus is a builder. God is a builder. And that word built there, I, I loved it. I loved it. It means this in the Greek. It means to be a house builder. Jesus says, I will build, in other words, I am like a contractor. I'm like a house builder. I tell you, if God is a house builder, how much you? That word means to construct. In 1 Corinthians 3, 9, Paul talking about the church. Note what he says. 1 Corinthians 3, 9. He says, for we are laborers together with God. Rudaba preacher. Then he says, you are God's husbandry or you are God's garden. So, okay. what Paul says, he says, I planted, Apollos watered. So, Runa who preach, we, we, some of us we plant, some of us water. Mara, it's God who brings the increase. So, so Paul changes it, he says, Luna Luna 
You are God's garden. We, 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 Runabaruti, we, we work together with God. We are on the construction company. Yeah. God, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, PTL Limited. Hey! Yeah. God is the owner of the contract. He is the, he is the one who drew the, 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 the plan and all of that. Jesus is involved in the whole thing. They are the owners of the company. Yeah. Mara Oksalayo, we are laborers. We work under God. Mara, there's no union. There's no union in this company. So, the, the, we are laborers together with God. And you are God's garden. One plant, one waters. God gives the increase. Then he changes. You are God's building. I thank God I understood this as a young pastor. That a church is a building. If you want a, if you want a ministry to be large, you must think as a builder. Yeah. So we instituted things, Mokere King. I'm telling you, when we started, I started thinking, when this church grows, if I want it to grow, if we are believing God for growth, and if God grants us that grace to grow, what are, what are the things that will be critical? One of them was, we must train leaders. That, that for me, I tell you, I remember 1986, I remember 1986, when we were at Homemakers, I started doing... A, a ministry of helps training, investing in our people. I started classes, study cell group, started teaching ushering, teaching counseling, teaching, teach. I taught those classes. I taught them. Why? See, I am, I am buildings minded. I understand if this church is to grow, you can't grow a church to a certain level if you don't have other leaders. Yeah. What am I doing? We are training pastors. It's a blessing to see them. Oh, I love them so much. Yesterday when I went home, is it day before yesterday? I could see them Thursday, Saturday, So Friday, I Orange Farm. I was so happy because I saw all many of our young. We saw them cooperate. We saw them there, and I see all these young pastors. You know, Baba Nyanda, Baba Korte. Hey, we were praying for people. One of our pastors prayed for a guy who got healed, and the guy said, "Lomfuni somnga ni wankulege la ngapi." Remember now, remember, remember. I used to pray for people alone years ago. But you see, my duty is to teach others how to do what I do. Yeah. Even in a home, you teach your sons and your daughters how to do what you did. That's what, that's what makes something grow. Yeah. Jesus, Paul says you are God's building. Ah, you are God's building. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. He says, Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints. And watch, you are of the household of God. Look at verse 20. He says, And you are built. You are built upon the foundation of a Apostles and prophets, and Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. We are God's building. We are built on that foundation. Yeah. So, Masalan, let's talk about these principles of building quickly. All right. God is a builder. Say it with me. God is a builder, and you need to be a builder. Look at your neighbor and say, "You need to be a builder." 
Look at the other neighbor and say, especially you neighbor, when you are haphazard, you must learn to build. Look at your other neighbor and say, especially you neighbor, when you are you need to learn to build. Yeah, amen. <laughs> now, so, building therefore is God's modus operandi. This is the way God works. So that's the way we must work. And that's the way God does things. So what do we learn? What do we learn? What are the principles? Okay, I've got eight things I want to give to you before we close the service. Eight of them. D8 or D7. D8. Number one, and I'll go quickly on this. Number one, you can't build from nothing. You need material. Okay. You can't just build, you know, you need material to build. 1 Corinthians 3, 10 to 13. Let's have it up on the screen. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 to 13. It says, according to the grace of God which is given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another one builds thereon. And let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. Keep going. It says, for other foundation can no man lay that is laid which is Jesus Christ. So we, we, we use in our life, we use in our instance, we use the material of God's principles. The material of God's word. You know, the material you build with is very important. You know? So we need, if you're going to build your life, build your life on the principles of God's word. Use God's word. Yeah? Like I'm talking about it, the principle of prayer. Barcelona, it's so important to pray every day. So important. I tell you, you know, the monkey who lies the monkey born under the words, and to say, you know, we have this fashionable preaching today. You know. But I'm realizing as I look at people who have done great things in the kingdom of God and have succeeded, one of the disciplines that was a non-negotiable was the discipline of prayer. Yeah. Praying every day. I was telling them, somewhere, wherever I was. I was telling them, oh, on Wednesday, on Wednesday, on Wednesday, I, I did a good service. I, I think that was a good service. You, you must go and get the CD here this past Wednesday, Barcelona. I'd love for you to go. And I was teaching them about why it's so important to have a quiet time. You know, it's not, it's not, and you know, as I've read about people over time, I found many successful ministries and powerful and strong and stable people who have done great things. They, they, they received illumination from God during their quiet time. Yeah. That's why I can tell you who among them has quiet time with God. You see, when, when somebody has a rich devotional life, their words are laden with the power of the Spirit. Yeah. It's not just shouting a noise. No. There's a weight. If you read what they said about Jesus, they said, what kind of teaching is this? What kind of doctrine is this? That he speaks as one who has authority. There was, there was, there was, there was some, there was a weight in the words of Christ. But for whatever it's worth. There was a certain weight. Words are carriers. Words carry faith. Words carry anointing. Words carry power. Words carry. The, so, so when you spend time in the presence of God, I tell you something. When you pray regularly and read the Bible regularly, God will show you there what you must do for your life to progress. That, that's what. That's 
that's what God told Joshua. Joshua, who was to be the successor of Moses. Moses who was a leader who was unparalleled at the time. How would you like to be a successor of a man who was a leader? A leader who spoke face to face with God. A man who opened the Red Sea. A man who, who, who caused the ten plagues to come upon Egypt. This is a man that God called him his friend. How, how, would you, how would you want to succeed a man that God defended? When they tried to make a coup against him, God struck Miriam and Aaron with leprosy. And God told them, you don't touch that guy. How would you want to be the, a leader after that? I mean, I can imagine Joshua must have been so afraid. That's why God was sent to Joshua. Just be strong and courageous. You will be able. You'll be able. Don't worry. He was a great leader. I know his shoes are too big to fill. Mara, he says, if you want to succeed like, like him, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate there in day and night. God gives him a key that if you don't understand it, it seems simplistic. What do you mean, God? Are you telling me just meditating in your word will make me a great leader? Is that what you're telling me? But oh, I tell you, over the years, I've understood that. I'm, I'm telling you. Bishop Jackie White Mills, he will tell you, many books that he writes, that's, he got them there in his prayer time. Yeah. People who are in the creative space, they will tell you, it's in the quiet time that creativity rolls out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Many great leaders. It's in that quiet time where their ministry is changed. It's in that quiet time where there was a, there's an impartation. So if you, don't, if you don't understand the principles of building, a quiet time will not be important to you. So people cheat on their quiet time. They don't pray every day. They don't read the Bible every day. They don't spend time meditating in God's word. Nothing. We say people buy CDs, listen to CDs, buy tapes. You don't do it. Some of you don't do it. You don't do it at all. Oh, hectic. Very hectic. And then when you can't build anything of substance, but you, see, you haven't learned what makes for a builder. I know you don't like my sermon, but it's fine. You can't build from nothing. So if you're going to be a builder, as you spend time in the presence of God, God gives you wisdom and understanding. I'm telling you, Vasalan, God, the ministry, I, I wish I can tell you that many times as I was praying, God showed me what to do in the ministry. Make this program, do this program, arrange this, change this service, go there. It, you know, and, and I did it, and I did it, and it worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. And I haven't changed the style. 32 years later, I'm still doing it. Even now, still doing it. Yeah. We had planned to do something in a different way next week. Yesterday when I was at home, all of a sudden I just got this insight. As, and funny, it's funny I wasn't praying. But anyhow, sure, Lord forgive. But Oksalayo, I was quiet. See, the quietness. And in my spirit I realized, you know, why don't we adjust this and change this and move this? Instead of so, I so, and And I wish I could tell you again and again and again. But see, some of you, you don't have a quiet time. Look at the neighbor say, the way to sing a thing. Come on, look at them and say, the way to sing a thing. Look at them, look at them. Busy. Hectic people, always hurrying, never a quiet time, never ever. That's the first principle. Number two. Building happens by process. We read it. And it happens gradually. When you build, you put one brick on top of another. 
I tell you, you can't rush it. <laughs> Look at Isaiah 28. Isaiah 28. Verse 10 and verse 13. For precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line. Here a little, there a little. Keep going. Keep going. I want to have verse 13. Verse 13. It says, But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little, that they might go and fall backwards and be broken and snared and taken. Now let me explain. You know, in some of those verses, what are some of you? You are squinting your eyes. Okay, let me, let, me, let me show you. How does God build you in your spiritual growth? He teaches you one precept and lays another precept on top of that precept. Let, let, let me show you something that will help you. You see, my, our entry level into this is being born again. Why let you so? So, so entry level, yeah, this spiritual thing is to be. So that was the first precept, or the first principle. The word precept since means principles, teaching. That was the first lessons to be born again. You had to be born again. You had to be taught to be born again. You had to understand what it means to be born again. That is the first line. It's almost like the foundation. But after that, God comes and teaches you about being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's another level of growth. You see, I don't work as spiritual growth. You see, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues because if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit or some in other tongues, you're going to miss out on certain things of your spiritual development. But note, when you, when you, when you learn to be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues, you don't, you don't remove the foundation of being born again. You understand what I mean? You understand what I mean? You build on that. Listen to me. This is very important, Basala. This is important. Our problem with people today is that when they hear a new teaching, and if I may put a, 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 a what I almost said an addendum, but I can get a bit some. But if I may just say something on the side, remember that new teaching is not new to God. I don't know. Yeah, I want to qualify. The new teaching that you are hearing is not new to God, God knows everything. Mara, as you grow in the things of God, you get to discover certain new things. And it doesn't mean it's, it doesn't mean it's newness means it was never there. It only means we're not barry, you just discovered it. Mara, call it day. You know, it's almost like when children grow up. When children grow up, I was explaining this concept. I won't give you the eight points because I'm rushing time. Now, I won't give you the eight points. You'll have to come back to get the other points. But I'll stop wherever I stop. I'm looking at the time. Let me, give an, let, me give an, let me just show you something. If a three-year-old child comes and asks me, what is this? And I explain to them what this is. Now, that child will understand what I'm saying. Mara, they will understand at their level. So your, your, your ability... 
to be able to comprehend what is said is affected by your level of maturity. So, if I explain to a three-year-old what this is, they will tell me what it is. Now, the same three-year-old, here they grow up, okay? Twelve years later, they are 15 years old. And they come, they ask me what this is. And I explain to them, the same thing I explained when they were three. Now, they understand this in a different way. It's a new thing. Mara, it being a new thing is not that this thing was never there. No, is that but not in their understanding. It's new. So, the same concept, there are different levels of understanding the same thing. When I was a child, I understood as a child. Mara, when I became a man, I understood as a man. Same subject matter. Now, let me come back to this precept upon precept. Let me show you what Christians do. Okay. Once they hear some new truth, they get blown away by it. And they kick away everything ever it's about. So now, deliverance. Now, hasa believer mopulu song. Now, hasa rapela kamaleme. Now, hasa attenda kereke. Osata matileka deliverance. If you are that kind of Christian, you will never grow consistently because that's not how to build. When you build, you build upon. When I became born again, 5th of August 1978, all I knew was about being born again. Yeah. 1979, I learned to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Later on, I learned about the anointing. Later on, I learned about church building. Later on, I, but, but notice, I haven't stopped the disciplines of my foundational level because when I became a Christian, we were taught to do devotions. We were taught. Read the Bible, pray every day. So, I, I, have, I have taken that same principle and built on top of it. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. That's why they are always running around with some new doctrine. And they are uncontrollable. Left, right, and center. And now they don't go to church anymore. They don't listen to their pastor. They don't commit to a local church. But instead. Look at your neighbor say, Trada, Kauru Tutu, Trada. See, so what happens? People don't understand when you build. You must build truth on top of truth. You see? When you mature and you become an elderly person, you don't now say, you disrespect your parents. No, 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 no. That principle still holds. Still holds. Even if you put truth on top of your truth. Yes. But many people, that, that's, that's how disorganized they are. They don't ever build something on top of what they have. And this is where building Bazalana is a process and it's progressive. Say it with me. Building, building. Is, a is a process. 
Building is gradual. Say it again. Building is a process. Building is gradual. Ah, I have to stop. Cut this last one. Number four. Uh-uh. Three, ne? Okay, three. I skipped number two here, but get a hotel later. But let me end it with this number three. More do you know it's again number four. But the people, the people say it's number three. So the people shall govern. <laughs> Building is monotonous and arduous work. When you build, you do the same thing. Same thing. Udubataka, the same way. In the same proportion. If the foundation, so much riverside, so much stone, so much cement, there's no freestyling. <laughs> And you know what I found? Many people get bored by doing the same thing. Yeah. Christians get bored. Because you come into the same church, listening to the same preacher, the same song, the same, get bored. What they don't understand is, that's how you build. By doing the same thing. If you've ever exercised, some of you exercise. You go there, you do the same exercise, same, 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 same exercise. You know, when, when, when you're doing hand curls and you're working on your biceps, you know, this is the way to do it. You don't do it that way. That's not the way, that's not the way. You know, you know what I'm saying, eh? You only, you only increase the weight. You can either use the barbell or you can use the dumbbells. But whatever you do, this is the motion. It's the same. There's no freestyling. You see? Same thing. So, you see, many people don't understand that. You see, where, and this is why some of you, 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 you've been doing your business, why are you, you are owner, you sell things, and it doesn't look like you're going anywhere. Ask me, we go to church, we preach every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, do this, you pray every day. When you look at the church, it's not going anywhere. Now, if you, if you don't understand this, you'll think you're wasting time. But if you are, if you are building minded, you know, when you build, you do the same thing. Same thing, same thing. Same thing. It's monotonous and it's hard work. But you see, many people don't want to do monotonous work. And they don't want to work hard. But I'm trusting that God imparts upon you. I said, I'm trusting that God imparts upon you. This brother is helping you and he's helping you. God bless you. I didn't know you can stand when I'm preaching. I'm going to do it again. May God impart upon you. The wisdom of being a builder. Yeah. Same thing. In a home, same way to build a marriage. Same way to build a career. You go to the same class, same university, same professor of the same subject. Unless Bamu Chencha. You know, some of these professors, the way they look, they look very interesting. Same, same guy. They come and you go to the same class, same exam, same everything. Same, 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 same. 
But that, at the end, how fits us three years, four years later, we graduate. Same thing. Same thing. No difference. But in church, people get bored. Yes, that's why for me, people who don't have the discipline to be consistent, I just look at them and say, you'll never amount to And when you look in the church world, Bazalan, Christians are the most inconsistent people you'll ever find. They are church hoppers. They swing from one conference to another. They don't want to stay in the same place. They get bored. They want to go somewhere. They say, God's doing a new thing. Ah, remember, it's not a new thing. It's not, it's not a new thing. It's not, it's not new. It's not new. It's not new. You see, it's only you. But it's not new. So when people come and they've seen something new, but about Matila Morna, eh, God's doing a new thing. Now for those of us who've been around, Wait to get in. What do you Yeah, I've seen people cut a hair, cut a You see, this is the same way. When, when, you remember when you, those of you who were elderly enough, remember when you, when you used to look at your parents as a teenager, Nana Rabbi saw? You remember them? Yeah. You know, I used to do that. Come, come, you know. You know, had all the fashion decay. Now, what can I do? Bell bottom. Let me hold the bell bottom. But the body apparat today, they keep so way to clean. And I used to wait. You know, I I'd come and I get your key chill. I go to chill. Yeah. You know the bell bottom outside my sweep out. Keep so way to clean. Yeah, Bob. And then I remember one day I get shy the bell bottom. I was not boasting, but I thought hey, she must say something. Look at your son, mama. I mean, doesn't he look cool? Doesn't the brother look cool? And then my mother car was about 1954. I was offended. I was offended. Ay, ay, man. Namara is not the same pattern. No, no, your name is not the same. By Ajasti Lemara. Niridi Bita di Wadu. How many of you, Le Hopola di Kanada di Bisa Marukhala, are potsots? Le Hopola potsots. My age group, Le Hopola potsots. Now, some of the young people don't even know. I can see he doesn't know what I'm talking about. And for it, Kakobla Lende. Wabana wana no, Ridi Bita di Bisa Marukhala no. Skinny jean. The potsots. Le Nanara le modi fashion in Le Takadi skinny jean. Eh, eh. In my mother's time, nobody beats a stovepipe. Yeah, that's what they used to call them, stovepipe. So, Basalana, listen to me. Don't, don't, don't get taken up by new things. Don't, don't get taken up by new things. Yeah. That's why, if you are a wise person, you learn to listen to your elders. You see, one of the things that's happening today is young people, they think elders are stupid. They've seen these things. It's about Kale today. See, about Lalare, who's Katayanar? No, I understand you. They don't understand what love is. Really? They've managed to stay married for many years where now you are not even married one year and you think that you know more than them. Yeah. When you understand the principles of building, you'll have a different mindset. May God grant you that wisdom. I said, may God grant you that wisdom. I said, may God grant you that wisdom. The wisdom to be a builder. The wisdom to have the spirit of a builder. May you build your life by the grace of God. May you build your career by the grace of God. Build your business. Build, build whatever. May you be a builder in the name of Jesus. May you have that spirit and that heart of a builder. I see builders in this place.
May God grant you that grace. And I realize, as I look around, I realize the only difference in life is that there are people who are builders, those who are not builders. Those who never understood what it is to build. So at the end of your life, when you don't have strength anymore, you look around and it's vanity of vanities. There's nothing. And you had the same opportunity to build. Mara, you were hurried, you were inconsistent, you were all kinds of things when you had an opportunity to build. Yeah. Yeah. When you had a chance to, to use process, when you had a chance to do it in now you thought it clever, you did it another way. May God remove that from you and may God grant you the wisdom in the name of Jesus. Hold hands with your neighbor and pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord, for this hand that I hold. Thank you that this, my brother, my sister, will be a builder. Pray for them, pray for them. Impart upon them the anointing to be a builder. Pray for them, pray for them in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, for that anointing. Hallelujah. Let the anointing of consistency come upon them. Let the anointing for hard work come upon them. Let them be a systematic person, a focused person. Let there be one who will not give up on any project they start. God, may they have longevity. God, may they see the process to the finish. May they be a finisher. May they understand what it means, God, to start something and to finish it. Pray for them, pray for them, pray for them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray for them. 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 Yeah. Let your anointing fall on me, God, to be a builder. Thank you, Jesus. 